Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive Division Playoff Weekend in the books. Home teams off of by four and oh straight up three and one probably should have been four and oh against the spread. Saints, the only team that couldn't uh, hit their number, thanks to Sean Payton doing some pretty horrific conservative play calling down the stretch instead of putting that game away, giving big dick Nick Foles one last chance to create some more magic. Uh, well, you know, I, After we gave him props in the first I half, know. too. Seriously. Yeah, right. He puzzling. looked like he figured some things out, and then he utterly pooped his pants down the stretch, Sean Payton, that is. Um, big dick Nick Foles... Didn't look great, really, in this whole second half of that game. Eagles only scored 14 points, uh, none after the first quarter. Um, You know, you, as someone who had uh, live positions on the Saints, someone who, you know, put an undefeated Periscope second-half handicapping record on the line on the Saints, were you nervous with Nick Foles having the ball uh, and having the refs helping him out with two minutes to go in that game? You think that, that that felt a little closer? Yeah, I mean, even if it wasn't, you know, Nick Foles, any, I mean, just the situation, you've seen that so many times where they miss the field goal to ice the game and give the other team the good field position, they get a couple quick passes, like, oh, shit. Like, in my head, I'm like, I hope the Eagles score quickly and give Breeze a chance to win this game. Although it would have dicked most of my bets. I think the teaser still had a, had a chance at that point, but not yeah, not only the second half of the the teaser leg, but I had Saints minus two and a half and three and a half from various parts of the first half. So I wasn't feeling good, but uh, whatever we got yeah. there. That was a good. Uh, yeah, as much as we want to get you know pumped the Nick Foles uh, narrative, like he. He threw a bunch of picks, and I don't know if that one was really on him, but that's that's still uh, the offense as a whole. You can't turn the ball over in key spots like that and move on in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think you have to give the Eagles a a little bit of credit for being competitive in that game in that spot. We saw how hard it is to get up to when you're on the road playing against a team that's off a bye, and this is your third week in a row on the road. Uh, Certainly did the Colts and the Chargers no favors to be in that horrific spot. Um, things a little bit more balanced out situationally now as we head into championship game weekend. Um, being that you have effectively all four teams coming off of home wins, uh, it's uh, it's not you know the most exciting, sexy uh, narratives at play this week, uh, but I think we are in store for some pretty outstanding football. Um, your initial, Andy, give me your initial impressions as to which of these two games you think is going to be more competitive uh, between the Saints and the Rams and the uh, Pats heading to see the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's it's the AFC game. Just you you have a in the f- more fun narrative too, like the whole well you can fade the you're gonna fade the Patriots in playoffs. Good luck, but still they have to travel to Kansas City. You can talk shit about uh, you can talk shit about Andy Reid and his playoff stuff all you want. He's still a really good coach, a really smart coach. I don't know if they 
I don't know if they are where they're at. If anybody else takes the uh, takes the reins with Mahomes, and, you know what they did with moving Alex Smith, turning the offense into what they did, and and I mean Andy Reid is such a big part of why they're in the AFC Championship game. So you got to give them a lot of credit. Like two really smart coaches going at it. I think it's going to be an awesome game. Whereas I think the Saints realize we can't uh, we can't pull this shit where we start slow again and. Uh, I think uh, Saints might run away with that one. Okay. Both openers about what we expected. Um, need anything surprise you? And the adjustments made between look-aheads and how these lines actually opened. We see Saints a juicy minus three at home in the early game. We see Kansas City uh, a very favorable minus three in terms of price in the late game. Yeah. No surprise? <laughs> I guess I thought the Saints would open at four. It'll probably get there quickly anyway. And then the Chiefs will probably disagree with a lot of people's power numbers where they should be more, maybe along the lines of four or five, but it's still going the other way. But the money's coming in on the Patriots, which still just you give me Tom Brady and Bill Belichick with points. I think a lot. Of, I think that's kind of the the thought process in some of these early bets on the opener. And unless you know, we say this, and every every time we say this, it hasn't really come to fruition. But uh, I mean, if if there's a setup for people to get Chiefs minus two and a half later in the week, because that would be you give me the you know you want to flip the coin there. You give me that Chiefs offense at home laying two and a half. That's not a bad. Uh, Bad proposition, even against a, a very good team. I'll tell you, man, the limits that are available right now to bet the Chiefs minus three at a plus 100 or plus 102, which I did. Uh, I bet Chiefs minus three at plus 102 already. Um, relatively high limits. I mean, there's not – I don't know how much more you're going to be able to get down if you wait till later in the week. Um, and I don't know if this is manipulating or positioning at this point. Um, I think do you think, I, think, I mean, do you think yeah. manipulating has to be like that though? I mean, you don't have to have low limits to manipulate. You can, you, you might still be able to manipulate it just based on who your account is as far as, you know, if they see the money coming in from certain accounts, even if they aren't limit bets, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that to speak properly about it, but I, I still think you would be able to move it, but Again, it's still no, no matter what what is actually happening, the the Patriots are taking some money. It's shaded that way. But online, I'm showing plus three minus one fourteen. What do you have at Pinnacle or Nitrogen? Uh, it was plus one hundred two. It was pl- it was minus three. Oh yeah, I mean I I know that I I don't have it in front of me. I know I got minus three plus one hundred two because I felt. I, there's no reason to wait. I don't think it's. I don't think I'm going to get a, a, a more favorable two and a half. I just don't think that that's going to be offered. Um, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe this does yeah. move in the direction of the Patriots. Here's- some of the, some of the. That's what Pinnacle's hanging. Some of the shittier books are hanging at minus three. Even BetUS, my bookie, DSI, bookmakers minus two and ten on either side right now. It says, and then uh, Bet Online is minus one hundred six for one hundred three. So. You, yeah. you can get even money or better still, or not better, but you can still get even money on minus three. Okay. Well, um, I mean, are, are we dumb to are we dumb to look at that and fade the just instantly fade the Patriots? No, I don't think so at all. 
the uh, people look at the Patriots. They see that they won the AFC Championship game the last two years. They assume they'll do it again against a relatively inexperienced Kansas City Chiefs team. They assume they'll do it against Andy Reid, who doesn't have clock management. They probably assume that this is a matchup advantage for New England in the coaching, which I don't know that I agree with. Um, at least, you know, we have to see Andy Reid, you know, we have to see him put together, uh, you know, a capable game plan, which given his weapons against this Patriots team, I think he can. Um, but here's the thing. This is the eighth year in a row that the Patriots find themselves in the AFC title game. Okay. Uh, of those, they have, you know, of the previous seven, uh, they have won five times. They have never won an AFC title game on the road going back to the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2004. Uh, and I think that actually plays directly into this handicap because that we've seen this year, the Patriots on the road are not nearly as dangerous a team. On You have an Arrowhead Stadium, home field advantage that is legitimate. You have uh, a crowd and a fan base that has exercised some demons with a very impressive Chiefs win yesterday over the Colts. Uh, and I really don't understand why they're only getting three points here when they have a far superior team and this is basically a neutral situation. Um, Patriots are not going into Kansas City and winning. Uh, if they keep it inside of three you know, so be it. But this this screams uh, under. You know, this screams value. Yeah, the, 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 the push probabilities on one and two aren't aren't super high. No, although actually there is an example of the Patriots losing an AFC title game on the road by one point or two don't, points. Don't you want to you want to take <laughs> a super super hard left turn? Just be. I'm going to take super hard left turn just because we will have all week to or we'll have our Wednesday pod, obviously to break down these games more in depth, but yeah, let's you see uh, Munkin got Munkin got hired in uh, Cleveland. What? No way. Yeah. That's oh yep, my Todd gosh. Munkin is headed to Cleveland. Uh, Rappaport tweeted. So I'm, I'm, I'm believing it, but 10 minutes ago, like that. And then oh, they're going to get Wilkes for a DC. That's actually, that's a super nice staff. What's the what do you It'll think? Be funny the, if, uh, what do you think the Browns' futures? Are if, if like Ben like retires, we we lose. Yeah, we should look at some Browns' futures. Jesus, D- Antonio Brown gets traded. Big Ben retires. You don't even need to worry about have, that. I don't think you have to worry about. Yeah, the no, I know, period. but it, it'll no, no. I I don't. I'm not worried about him, but it'll be funny to see just. Uh, like a massive flip flop in the next few years. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Some years you have the years of some some cellar dwellers, which I guess they still have Cincinnati to compete with there. Yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if I have 2019 futures up. On, I'll have to look. I'm sure I have them somewhere. I'll bet you we see Cleveland 50 to one, and I bet you that's going to be in my queue for the whole off season. Um, Munkin is a great hire. I heard, I heard them kick around some other names for offensive coordinators that I was not excited about. Um, I like Munkin for that role a lot. Um, no, that exactly. Yeah. They, that was, that's a home run. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, my real only angle go heading is you're right. We shouldn't spoil it all. Cause we're going to have a great podcast with a great guest on, uh, uh, on, um, Wednesday. In fact, 
you know, we know friends and if we have friends that kind of represent pretty much every fan base here. I wonder if we could, we should, you know, bring in multiple voices. Anyway, well, we'll we're probably only just going to do uh, the one, uh, the one guest because that's tradition, but um, I'm going to give it some thought. The, um, the Patriots, I feel like are um, overvalued in the market uh, based on today's result. When more of that was based, you know, more of that was due to the Patriots being at home and rested and the Chargers being absolutely on fumes. Kansas City's a better team. They got the MVP. Uh, there, they got the home field. Um, give me minus three all day. I don't have a strong feeling about minus three with the uh, Saints, um, and a lot of that is because of uh, what we saw with the coaching down the stretch from Sean Payton. I hated that he was, you know, that he lacked aggressiveness uh, down the stretch in that game. I, you know, they 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 legitimately looked like they were going to blow that because of the way that they handled the, the final drive uh, before the interception there. Um, you know, calling a weak ass run up the middle, not even getting your fastest guy in space when he's been torching in space, uh, you know, to get them closer for a field goal attempt. If that's what they wanted to do. And they probably really could have, you know, they could have been more aggressive gone for the first down and really put the game away with a touchdown in that spot. But all, all this is a moot point. Uh, Saints move on. Um, we did not see their best today. I didn't feel like, and uh, yeah, I guess if, um, both of these games are rematches. Saints Rams, obviously midseason. Rams went to New Orleans and they got thumped pretty good. Uh, there was a time in the second half of that game where it was a uh, where it was tied, but uh, it didn't ever really feel like the Rams were going to come away with a victory there. Uh, similarly, the uh, the Chiefs went to Foxborough earlier this season. Very memorable game. Um, we're down big early and at half came screaming back to take a lead at one point. And it literally was the team with the ball last one happened to be the Pats by three with a field goal. Uh, and uh, the Pats overall in that game scored 43 points with zero punts and uh, zero penalties. I can't remember what these status Suma tells it to us every time we talk to him, but um, yeah, with all of that, it took all of that to get them, a victory at home against the chiefs early in the season. I don't think that you're going to have any of, you know, as nearly as much of those advantages in your favor on the road in this spot. So, um, if, I, guess I, hope if I, was, we, I hope we have a game. I hope we have a game. That's as good as that one. I do too. I, I guess if I was going to tell you that, that was solid. Uh, if I was going to tell you that, uh, can you believe that blank championship game was almost an exact carbon copy of the first one we saw? Uh, which one would you expect to be the carbon copy versus, uh, to, you know, you know, uh, something totally different? Well, geez, neither. Like you I don't, I don't either one, right? see a, a, I just don't see the first half in the Patriots game playing out like that being on the road. And then I'm trying to picture the first half of that. Remind me of the Saints Rams, how that first half went. Uh, the Saints put immediate was, pressure. They put immediate pressure on the yeah, Rams. They I had a like, huge lead. Like they, they got a wicked, you know, they, there was a brutal golf turnover late in the first half that gave the Saints a short field to go up big time into mm. halftime. The Rams yep. came Rams came screaming back, scored a touchdown, got a two-point conversion to tie it like 30-30, and then the Saints pulled away and won by 10. This is all from memory, so you should probably fact-check me on this. But that's kind of how it went down. It was a Saints game pretty much whistle-to-whistle. I haven't been big on fact-checking tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I you, were, you were close. No, I think that one's probably more likely where 
the Saints get up and maybe take the foot off the gas pedal and we get a little more of a game. I really believe the Saints will right the ship as far as their first half goes and just not not do that. I don't know. Well, I'm granted, like, starting off in an interception sucks. That's a way to – it's just like getting both both the halves, getting the ball. That's not a great way to game plan a game, so – Hopefully they get their shit together, have a little better luck there. I guess they it's not like they did terrible in the turnover battle today, but if the Saints can put together drives early in the game like they did in the middle of this game today, I think we won't uh we'll see something similar like that where we have a, a nice Saints lead at halftime. Which I mean if you like Saints minus three, you probably like Saints minus three first half. Interesting. Okay, so Let's talk about how the Rams are different, uh, and what you thought of the Rams, kind of in with the with the you know twenty four hours to kind of marinate on it. Uh, the Rams beat the Cowboys yesterday pretty handily. It uh, they did not convert every opportunity that they had at their hands. I feel like they left a lot of points on the field. Uh, weirdly, Boy, CJ golf was terrible. And golf was terrible. CJ Anderson weirdly was the star of the game. Uh, I don't know if I ever could have predicted that uh, before the game started. Do does that approach? Can they be fit more physical than New Orleans? Can they win on you know with that you know mentality and that mindset? Um, or are the Rams basically a dead team walking? I don't think they're no. I don't think they're a dead team walking. They played great. Um, I guess to turn it back to you, uh, how do you think the Saints will handle just, I mean, the it's tough to say like a team is going to win on the ground, especially when they have to, might have to keep up with the Saints putting up some points. Finally, if, if the Saints can get some offense going here, but the Rams, the Rams running game, the Rams offensive line opening up the running game that was a big part of the success you know the saints that much more adept than the cowboys i think that's kind of what would keep the rams in this game some longer drives where they they were really hard to stop on the ground they looked i mean when when they handed the ball off the other day it was like well that's that's six yards just it just felt like that every time so i don't know as far as i'm gonna have to look up uh you know we didn't see a ton of that today it seems like we're the the Eagles are going a little more pass heavy at times, but if the Rams can run the ball just as effectively as they've shown with uh, those big boys up front, I think they can they can stick in the game a little. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're dead. I don't know what the, what would be, let's say you're McVeigh. What's your game plan? Like the the Saints don't have a great defense. I don't know if that would be my game plan though. Although I feel like that's what they did last week or this week rather. I to the. If you're the Rams, you have to figure out some way to take the crowd out of it. Yeah, I don't know, and I think you do that by being as aggressive as humanly possible throughout the first half of this game. Really put pressure on this team, put them on their heels, force Drew Brees to throw downfield. Although he's going to pick them apart. <laughs> I mean, the, the Rams secondary. Oh my gosh! If Dak Prescott, if if Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott had been more aggressive pushing the ball down the field against the Rams, I'm not sure the Rams are in this game. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I think I feel like the Rams are, are are you know they they are they are long shots, longer shots than the price right now. Uh, the money line on the Rams right now is one plus one fifty three. 
that seems yeah. <laughs> that seems short. Yeah. I would have, I think I feel like it should be more like around one eighty ish. Um, the one fifty. Oh, somebody brought that up. The the cup injury that didn't change percent like Forty percent chance to win. We talked about that last week as far as, you know, what changed from some of those games where they were hanging. Like, remember the – and granted, it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals sucked. But the the offense just going up and down on Arizona early in the year. Like, what happened to that? And maybe that, the cup injury was bigger than we thought. Mm, I don't know, man. I think most of what was going on with the Rams had to do with their offensive line injuries, and they do seem to be healthier on the offensive line. So I don't know that – there's going to be a ton of defense in this game. Uh, we haven't really talked about the totals. Both totals opened at 57. If one game goes over and one game goes under, which one do you think goes over and which one goes under? Saints over because it's indoors. Honestly, just, yeah. I don't know. I was going to defenses. Way. Oh, you think? A little, yeah. A little, oh, the Chiefs defense is pretty bad. Like I, I'm still embarrassed at the Colts. Like in, in the Colts, I think just the travel and everything in the spot caught up to him finally. But the Chiefs' defense can be beaten. Like the Patriots are gonna get theirs. What is? I mean, thirty-one, even just thirty-one twenty-eight, that gets you there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, a little hard record scratch, uh, hard left. I feel like they're again. both set. They're both set pretty fairly. I don't think there's a huge edge in either either of the totals. I think those are fairly. I don't sad. either. I don't either. I saw. I looked at both and I was like, oh, oh yeah, those are kind of good lines. Uh, I if I if I had to guess, I would say Chiefs Patriots goes under because I feel like we could see a pretty poor performance out of the Patriots offense. Uh, they do not have Gronk. They are relying heavily on a very specific type of passing attack between Brady, James White, Brady Edelman, and if that's all you got. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense, albeit limited, uh, should be able to, to get a few stops. Um, I think if either one goes under, it's going to be Chiefs, Patriots, Saints, Rams could definitely make it over fifty-seven. I mean, we saw. We I mean, saw do, you, do you think slow. they? Do you think they're smarter? Do you think they have a better defensive coordinator, a better game plan? Because the the best defense that the Patriots might face in these playoffs will be behind them. Uh, I I think the Chargers have a better defense than anybody left in the playoffs, and they made them look stupid with that game plan. They stuck – and granted, like, it it takes two to tango. Maybe maybe more of that was on the Chargers and their insistence to play just that shitty zone that just got gobbled up left and right, and they never change. It just – this is what we're going to do. The only thing that stopped the Patriots was having too big of a lead and not caring about going down and scoring every time. So uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think that the Chiefs defense is better. Obviously, I just said that, but you know, if they scheme a little better, if they, if they, again, we say this like if they watch the goddamn game and saw what happened, just like, well, let's let's not do that. Maybe they will be able to slow down that dink and dunk offense a little. Hmm, interesting. You want a little nugget? Uh, we mentioned the Patriots have made no, get me. The, 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 this is the Patriots eighth straight um, AFC title game. Uh, can you tell me how many of the previous seven went over 57 points? Mm. No idea. Uh, six. Zero. Okay. Every, 
every but it was single, close. Every single. I could not previous, think of a score. Every single previous Patriots AFC title game finished well under fifty-seven points. In fact, Tom Brady has not really covered himself in glory in any of these games. Um, the maybe the most convincing win by far was Pat Patriots beating the Colts 45 seven at home. That Colts team was pretty awful and the Patriots did it by running the ball down their gullet. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty uncommon to see an AFC title game, uh, go over 57. You have to go all the way back to the Colts when they came back on the Patriots and won 38, 34, uh, in the Indianapolis in the RCA dome. Peyton Manning's first ever Super Bowl ticket punched on that day. Um, that's the last time. That's the last time we saw this many that many points in an AFC title game. You do not have to go back nearly as far for the NFC to find that many points scored in a title game. Yeah, uh, you remember which one? Was that was that the the was Green Bay Atlanta? Was that the yes. title game? The one that got set at like that was that was one yes. of the highest totals ever for a playoffs. That was like sixty one or something that closed that, and it went over. It, it ended up like sixty five. It was like 35, it was 30, 30 or something. 34, 31. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was pretty great, man. Yeah. That's. Oh, wait, uh, maybe, yeah. It, I remember. It, I, yeah, be, I remember when that got set and like Jesus. No. It, yeah. It was sixty sixty one, and it hit sixty five ish. That was a. That was obviously a fun game. Like you can say all you want about the, the, all the rule changes, how it sucks, and like defenses can't, you know, have a chance anymore. But it's still a shootouts are still fun. I wouldn't yeah, want them one, all to be that way, but yeah, boy, that that, one, that was 44, a fun game. 44, 21 Falcons took care of business in that spot. Um, yeah, it was closed fifty nine and a half actually. Uh, anyway. Uh, I would would not be surprised at all to see a final score in that game. 44 Saints, 21 Rams. That seems entirely possible. Um, but uh, I think super feasible. Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. You know why? Because Marcus Peters is washed. <laughs> he talks some shit, though. My goodness gracious. He really gets in players' heads. Um, must be something good to play against that guy. Uh, it's always good for it. Uh, and you know, I, I, the, the saints, I, I still, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be deterred by the fact that they did not look as strong as the other home teams, uh, this weekend. They still are my uh, team to beat in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think this is their year. Sorry to tell you that Andy, cause I know how, uh, I know how you feel about Sean Payton and company, but, uh, I think they, uh, I think they ride. Oh, I, hate, the I hate every team equally. Okay, so here's a we teased this a little bit on the um, on the Periscope, and I never got your take. Uh, what is the likelihood that on that Sunday in Kansas City uh, is Tom Brady's final game as a professional football player? I think it's low. I think it's still low. You think he does? He said, you think he's yeah. coming back for more? Yeah, because he's gonna. It's he's like gonna we said him. that. Okay, good. Good. He'll drag his feet. He's going full Favre. He's gonna. He's gonna overstay his welcome because I don't. He's said it a few times, and I don't know if you think. Do you think he's just bullshitting us with the? I can play till I'm forty five, because I think he can. If they keep setting him up with a decent line, pieces around him, and they scheme games where he barely gets hit. Why not? Hmm. It sucks. I don't know. It, 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 and it might stymie the franchise. If you can't 
if you can't get somebody else developed and all of a sudden you're sitting there with a George Blanda aged quarterback, that could be a problem as far as really diving into a rebuild, which you don't want to do. You want to do it. And granted it sucked with like McCarthy sucked the life out of that, but you want to do it like green Bay did where there's just no, there's no hitch in the giddy up. You go right from legend to legend. And I mean, they're lucky, but I mean, you want to go at least from legend to above average quarterback. Uh, Any chance that it's Bill Belichick's last uh, head coaching gig? I can't ever get a read on that guy. Can you? I have no idea. I can't. I mean, at all. No. Have they even asked him? I mean, is it? I mean, Brady. They pose the question all the time, but with a coach, there's not really a. Oh, hey, you're you're pushing this age. So, I guess I I don't even know. And who would have the balls to sit and ask him that? Because they know what kind of question, what kind of answers they get from him anyway. So, I don't know if I've seen anyone ask him that. I I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's pretty happy. Okay. So you think Brady and Belichick bring it back for 2019? Not you're you're not expecting this to be their final their final uh, ride. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if they get the shit kicked out of them on Sunday, that you think that the that you think fun. that the actual outcome plays into it at all? Probably not. That probably is silly. I mean, unless they're sitting thinking like, unless Brady sits and thinks, you know. Uh, this Kansas City team might just get better next year. This quarterback isn't going anywhere. Um, if you know, if if this is what I'm up against, and then you have the, uh, the Browns well. on the rise, Luck is rise, back. Colts on the You've rise, got, Texans on the rise. If you got the Texans, the the Ravens. If, uh, if Lamar starts to pan out, yep. Chargers are still a very good team. Like it, it's not the Jets, maybe. Hey, yeah. Oof. In division jets could be an issue. Yeah, two years ago. So yeah, I mean, I'm thinking through this because I'm still, I still have not come to grasps with um, what the f happened with McDaniel's last year, leaving the Colts on the doorstep after hiring some coaches, accepting the job and hiring some assistants, and then reneging on that and going back to New England. Like I felt, I feel like we haven't gotten a good answer for what happened. We'll never know. We'll like, like we'll never know why. Malcolm Butler didn't play in the second half. We'll never know why McDaniels, uh, you know, pulled a, uh, a runaway bride on the Colts. Um, There's no Zapruder film on the Patriots. It's no. funny. I made a film joke about that. One. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the NFL has destroyed the film. There might be film. Um, yeah. <laughs> the NFL destroyed it. They, they destroyed the tapes. The, uh, but, but, but seriously, the, um, the Patriots are, you know, they are clearly not the team that they once were. And the writing is on the wall, in my opinion, with all of these older quarterbacks that, that you know, your time is limited in terms of competitiveness in this league. Uh, AFC last year, this time we were like, wow, the AFC really is Brady's to lose. This is crazy. No one else is being competitive. And on a dime, it turned into, whoa, there's a lot of freaking good teams. Uh, and I mean, if I'm, if I'm trying to protect my legacy, if I'm trying to kind of be remembered as the greatest of all time, I'm not sure what a couple of seasons with a 500 Patriots team who struggles to get into the playoffs and gets their asses handed to them by Pat Mahomes or Andrew Luck in the playoffs. Like, I'm not sure what that does for you as a legacy. I'm not sure why you even entertain those, those ideas. Um, I don't know. 
I'm, I'm thinking about it. If I'm, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm thinking hard about it. No, I think, I think you made a good point there as far as if there are going to be teams that aren't up to the standard of, you know, the last decade, is that really something you want tacked onto the end? You want people that you, you don't want people to remember that. Honestly, uh, you wonder if he would have quit if they went out on top last year. And yeah. I still don't think so. Cause he just, he's just such, he's so different. He's just, he thinks differently. He doesn't think of, I want to go out on top. He's, he's already thinking about next year. Like even mm-hmm. they got a game next week. They're already planning for next year. It just feels like that's how they are. I mean, you made some good points The McDaniel thing. That's some, you know, the, the wild conspiracy theories or whatever you want to uh, construe from that as far as, like, the Belichick, you know, Belichick told him, no, just stay here. I'm gone in two years. Shut your mouth. You get the, we'll give you the keys to the kingdom. Interesting. Um, if it's a, I mean, if, if it's a, here's a question. If, uh, if there's a Breeze-Brady Super Bowl, uh, which would be entertaining as hell. Don't get me wrong. Like I like I, as much as I think the right play this week is KC minus three. I completely concede that Belichick and Brady bring the experience to the spot that you know that definitely levels the playing field to an extent. If it's a Breeze Brady Super Bowl, um, what are the chances that the uh, winner retires? Oh, if Breeze if Breeze wins the Super Bowl against anyone, he's done. I, I fully feel that he's he's more than happy to go home with two. I think that's for sure. But uh, I don't know about I don't know about Brady again. I to say, you know, all the things I just said. I, I yeah. still just can't get a read on that guy. I, I think he would play till he's forty five. He would. He's he doesn't know how to exit gracefully. He's gonna agree. He's gonna run this into the ground. I, I agree with you. You're probably right. Um, okay. Uh, news and nugget here. Uh, another another trivia. Well, I had I had one real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You do your you do your nugget. I'll say uh, it was a question. Okay, there have been um, eight AFC Championship games in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Uh, how many have there been in Kansas City, Missouri? Uh, one. This will be the first. This will be the so they first didn't ever. have a championship game for Super Bowl for Super Bowl one. No, three. they. Uh, I think no. the, uh, the 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 Chiefs beat the Vikings in Super Bowl three, but I think that was just AF. That was before the merger, possibly. I don't know. That might have been like <laughs> AFL champions. Um, yeah. So was um, it Super Bowl three yeah, or four? I think that was wild. Super Bowl four. It was Super Bowl three. Was three was oh, three was, uh, oh yeah, three, three was, was Jets. Joe, Jets right? uh, yeah. Broadway Joe. Yep. Four was, was like, yeah, it, was, it, was it was the last Packers, year before Packers, the Jets. Right. And then, uh, and then the, the chiefs beat the Vikings. Behind right. Len Dawson. Super Bowl four was the last year of the AFL. Um, and that Kansas Which, city. Oh man. If you just high, highly recommend it. If you ever get to the middle of Ohio, you need to stop in Canton. It just made me think of, they have some cool AFL shit. If there's that sort of stuff, their AFL stuff is neat. Um, yeah, that's. I wonder how many times, how many teams have not hosted a championship game. I mean, there's got to be a grip of them because just think of all the times it's been in Dallas, San Francisco, Green Bay, New England, Indianapolis, Denver, the teams that have really dominated yeah. for a while. There's a bunch. And Kent, by the way, Kansas City Oakland. did. Honestly, Oakland. 
Kansas City did win at Oakland to punch their ticket to that first Super Bowl win over the Vikings 23-7 with Len Dawson, as mentioned. Um, Len Dawson. Pretty cool. You remember who the coach was? Kansas City Chiefs, 1969. I can't matriculating. I can't think of his name. Hank Stram. Hank Stram, yeah. Hank Stram. I can name the Jets coach. I think it was Weeb Eubank. Was it? Um, <laughs> we that the, the year before. I think that might have been. It was I know we we bank. It was we <laughs> Oh, that's great, man. Oh, uh, so just those are those are both really goofy dudes, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking. My question was: Do you remember that somebody? I think Suma had somebody asking that, or somebody in the chat, and uh, it was offensive rookie of the year. And I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not. You know, not one of those like don't ever bet juice. Don't ever bet juice on an NFL side or total. Like those are those are not the market where you want to be laying minus one thirty, minus one forty, because that means you're buying or selling points. You don't need That's to be doing that. Right. I'm minus not a guy. CV, I'm not a guy who will say like, I, I, yeah, my But uh, and maybe just full sidetrack. Just because something says minus five hundred doesn't mean it's a bad bet. If something, you know, if something should be minus 10,000, yeah, that's a good bet. So I, I don't, I don't think that uh, maybe that's something we can touch on another time, but the value is value. So I'm looking at the Barkley Mayfield rookie of the year uh, futures. I've got bet online up. I don't know what else has a, a market for that currently. I don't, I didn't find anything at five dimes, but Barkley minus 140 Mayfield even money. Like, is it just, is, is that a gift? I think it is. I think it's going to be Barkley, don't you? Yeah, he had a nice year. He was, I think he was a little more steady Eddie as far as uh, not having off games, which it's it's easier too. Like when Baker Mayfield more. has a bad game, the team and the team loses. Yeah, I mean he you played. Know, like, I mean, you can like, have like, <clears throat> let's separate this. It's a little thir- bit from, thirteen thirteen hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, let's dissect this a little bit from. You know which was a better decision in the draft, <laughs> which and who is a better, you know, no, and yeah, we don't the better player. Wanna, yeah, we don't want to. I yeah. honestly just who are the voters going to vote for? Uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be Barkley. Guy set so many. Not only that, but he, he plays he plays in New York. <laughs> yeah, right. He has That's over huge. two thousand yards from scrimmage, fifteen yep. combined touchdowns. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not yeah. saying like rush out and make a multi-unit bet on this, but I'm yeah. tempted to just lay that juice and make that. You know right what? Uh, you know what? The only problem is there's one major problem. What's um, that? You picked him for uh, Probapalooza. Uh, oh yeah, and we never <laughs> win. We never, we win. never <laughs> win. Never win. Yeah, that's the only problem. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, all right, man. Uh, I don't really have. Uh, let's not spoil too much more of this. Um, you know, there's a lot of context we can sort of fill in and kind of break down some matchups and really get into more detail. Let's keep this one short and sweet. I uh, hope you had, a, you had a profitable weekend overall. Yes, no, it was nice. Basketball went nice. Swept nice. swept my college basketball card today with a single win. That's all I bet. But uh, nice. Uh, nice. Oh, the, um, the second half, uh, honestly, the, it doesn't matter what I do. The second half scope plays are keeping me afloat. Holy crap, what is going on with the second half scope plays? How crazy is this? Um, it's just uh 
we're not forcing it really even at this point it's just it's variance it's you think we're gonna go zero and six after six now probably that's how this works probably not we're just smart guys yeah okay that sounds that that's it's funny and and it's funny too like we've had them before we even record we've like i think four out of the six we've had before we even got on the pod before we even got on the periscope or just like we even knew what the line was i mean yeah right yeah yeah, and and said well we'd say unless it's something ridiculous this is what we're betting yeah right and a couple of them came down to it but winner's winner right like the chargers line today should have been like minus six if it was minus six and a half i would have had a like a hard you know thinking yeah Yeah, i would have done thinking face you know emoji uh but probably still about the chargers the fact that they gave us got us under or gave us minus three with plus money was like the hell huh like what like what that was uh, almost too good to be true moment and uh they they did it for us in style with that late touchdown which was cool um but uh let's uh let's wrap this up um get it up for people uh great work so far this season you got three games left you got any oh here's here's a good final question for you three games left um would you say you are more in the sadness and uh, sorry to see the NFL go or excited to get after other sports and put the NFL to bed for the season. You know, I said I was in the latter category the other day, but I still like when you say that, that there's only three games. And when I think about like the fact that there's going to be a weekend two weeks from now where there's not a game, like, it does kind of make me sad. I'm not, I'm not going to lie that there's, there's some sadness there. So, I mean, I am excited. College ball is in full swing. March Madness is one of my favorite events of the year. It's not even close. I go to Vegas every year for that first weekend. And, you know, I do get into the NBA a lot more, especially once we get towards the playoffs. I try to get into hockey. I struggle with that. But the golf season's going. Baseball's right around the quarter. I am pumped to kind of change gears. But, no, I football is always going to be my favorite sport. There's no... There's no way around that. I'm, I'm, I'll be sad to see it go, and hopefully these last three games are real good. Yeah, I agree. Super Bowl is going to be great. You're going to have a, an absolutely stellar passing offense, regardless of who makes it, and it is going to be fun to watch. Um, look when they hang look-aheads for the Super Bowl. Uh, just take the over for every possible matchup. Yeah, whatever they open that at, like 50, 58, 59. Like, over, uh, over, Saints, four overs. Just put them in your pocket. Do you think you think they'd open them at 60 for Saints? Saints Chiefs would be 60, I think. Yeah, that feels about right. There should be high 50s, most of those. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, we'll have to um, look at that. They'll be, they'll be look at, they'll be look at lines by the time we get around to things here. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, we okay. to Wednesday. So, all right, man. Well, we'll uh, we'll save. We'll keep it a surprise who our uh, spectacular guest for Wednesday is going to be. Uh, I'm excited. It's a repeat guest. Uh, it was probably, I think, it was our most listened to regular po- regular season podcast episode. Uh, it was definitely top two. I think it was number one, but I can't quite remember. Um, so it'll be fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, RIP sleep. Because uh, the Australian Open started, uh, it's in full swing. Maria Sharapova is out there delivering double bagels. Uh, that was a pretty lopsided match. Kevin Anderson's already letting me down. He got broken at five six by flipping Manorino. 
Manorino is playing as hard as I've ever seen him play tennis. I he obviously which there is something to be said about that too, though. When when if and when Manorino loses this set, that's that's so deflating to give to give everything you have and more and still not get it done. You look for those those second set, maybe a live under. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can only you can only grind so long against a, a big serving Southern Aussie like that. Yeah, I, I just I don't want uh, I don't want Anderson taking any of this early damage. This is bullshit. Like get out, get through this, buddy. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Best of luck. And uh, yeah, talk to you Wednesday. <laughs>